Well, hello, friends, and welcome to a fresh and new episode of the Resilient Leaders Podcast. I'm J.R. Briggs, founder of Kairos Partnerships. Most leaders, as you know, are burdened by complexity and exhaustion, but Kairos Partnerships exists to equip leaders with the perspective and tools that leaders need in order to lead with health, clarity, and confidence. I'm glad you've joined us here today. Now, recently, I returned from serving as a volunteer youth leader for our church's student weekend retreat experience. We had a blast, but I have to admit, I'm still a bit sleep deprived, but it was worth it. It's really important to spend time around teenagers. Now, I mentioned some of the material on this episode in a recent issue a few weeks back of the five things and five minute in five minutes newsletter that I put out. If you haven't subscribed, I want to encourage you to do so. It's free. It lands in your inbox every Tuesday morning at 7 a.m. Five things you can read, one thought, two links, a quote, and a question, all that you can read in five minutes or less. Now, I mentioned some of the content in a recent episode or issue of the five things in five minutes, but this is an expanded version of it. We're going to go into a little bit more detail than what I shared in the newsletter. Now, back in episode 151, I talked about the great work of Dr. Kara Powell. She's the director of the Fuller Youth Institute, a center devoted to studying all things teens. And in that episode, we looked at the effect that anxiety has had on students over the last few years and what we can do to help them in very practical ways. If you haven't listened to that episode, let me encourage you to go back and listen to that. It's very practical and valuable, and I'm grateful for the work of Kara and her team. Well, I want to do some additional, uh, look at some additional work and research by Kara Powell around the next generation. Because here's the truth, leaders if we aren't looking to invest, in the generations behind us, and to raise up new leaders, our leadership will be limited and unresilient. Let me say that again. If we aren't looking to invest in the generations behind us and raise up new leaders, our leadership will be limited and unresilient. So Kara Powell co-authored a book with Brad Griffin a few years ago titled, Three Big Questions That Change Every Teenager, Making the Most of your conversations and connections. Someone recommended it to me and then I heard it again and I thought, okay, I'll pick it up. It is so, so good. Even if you're not a teenager, even if you don't have teenagers around, it's still very important to understand the principles of this book. Now, every teenager, they say, is a walking bundle of questions. Powell and Griffin say that sometimes kids' questions leak out when they're allowed, but more commonly, they remain bottled inside of teenagers' curious mind. Either way, they say we will never activate this generation if we do not understand the most pressing questions that they have. In their research, they found in interviewing thousands of teenagers, these are the key questions that teens are asking right now. How, is, how do I manage my anxiety and stress better? Our generation is diverse, so how do I navigate all the racial pain in our country? How do I handle gender identity and sexual orientation? When it comes to sex, how do I figure out what's best for me? How can I stay safe at school, and why isn't more being done by adults to change this? When it comes to drugs, alcohol, and vaping, what's okay for me to try? Is God relevant to me? Will adults please stop giving me answers to questions I'm not asking? Later, they say this, 
One of the reasons young people are drifting from faith is that churches aren't focused on the questions they care about most. Instead, we are pitching answers to questions that aren't anywhere near the strike zone. That always, I always find that fascinating and haunting at the same time. Now, the research they delved into, they found three descriptors helpful in understanding teenagers around us. Three words. Teenagers are anxious, teenagers are adaptive, and teenagers are diverse. They said that almost every question young people are asking ultimately finds its genesis in these three big questions. Who am I? Where do I fit? What difference can I make? Who am I is about identity, how we view ourselves. Where do I fit is about belonging, our con- our connection with others. And number three, what difference can I make is around purpose, our contribution to the world. And they use this metric or this, this matrix, I should say, called IBP. Identity, belonging, purpose. Identity, belonging, purpose. And they encouraged everyone very practically to ask teens this question, where do you feel the safest? They found that empathy is so important. Empathy is what it means to feel with young people, sitting on the curb of a young person's life, celebrating their dreams and grieving over their despair. And they give this simple equation, empathy equals notice plus care. Empathy equals notice plus care. Notice is being being heard is so close to being loved that for many of the average persons, they are almost the same thing. In conversation and connections with young people, they say, try using these three simple words as an invitation. Tell me more. They encourage us to memorize these words right now. The first question you ask a teen isn't as important as the second or the third question. This was super helpful. They even drilled down even deeper and they said, every kid needs at least one adult in their life to know the following five things. Do you know my name? Number two, do you know what matters to me? Number three, do you know where I live? Number four, do you know what I've done? And number five, do you know what I can do? I'm going to give those to you again because they're so important. Every kid needs at least one adult in their life to know, do you know my name? Do you know what matters to me? Do you know where I live? Do you know what I've done? Do you know what I can do? Now, drilling down even further with this idea of identity, belonging, and purpose, they give this uh, they, they give these uh, nuggets for us. The conversation framework gives us the skills we need to help teenagers move forward and to be transformed. So they're asking always, who am I? For current answers for identity, oftentimes te- teenagers are saying, I am what others expect of me, or I am not blank enough, or I am my image, or I am more than my label. A good set of questions to ask students are, what audiences most shape your view of yourself? When do you feel most stressed and anxious? When it comes to identity, especially those that come from a faith background, the Christ-centered answer in one word is enough. We're enough because of Jesus. We are enough because we're made in God's image, and Jesus declares us enough. Jesus makes us even more than enough. When it comes to belonging, they said defining belonging this way for, for students is, where do I fit in? Belonging is our connection with others. And the number one response young people gave to the question of what do they remember the most about their high school youth ministry? It was consistency. Young people need something stable to come back to when everything else in their lives feels out of whack or in flux. 
And three current answers they found in asking teens about belonging is, I fit where I feel safe to be me. Number two, I fit where we share blank and whatever blank is are certain experiences. Or I fit where I feel like I'm needed. Now, the best answer in terms of belonging that Jesus gives us is the word with. That Jesus wants us to be with him. That I belong with God's people. God is with us. We are with one another. We belong uh, with the Trinity. God, the Father, Son, and Spirit. And we belong with one another at the church. And then finally, they give this idea of purpose. Purpose is the big question. What difference can I make in the world? And the four common answers for purpose were this. I make a difference when I'm helping others. Make a difference when I follow the script. I make a difference when I get to make the most choices about my life. And number four, I make a difference when I'm headed toward a good future. Now, the Christ-centered answer in one word is the word story. We're invited into God's greater story. So if we can help teens think about this, God put me on earth to blank so that blank. God put me on earth to blank so that blank. That's a great framework. I'm so grateful for Kara Powell and Brad Griffin in their book. It's been incredibly helpful for me. I've dusted it off many times. I've thought about it as I interact with teenagers to try to ask questions about identity, belonging, and purpose. Even if you don't have teens or spend much time around them, this is valuable to know. And the truth is this, identity, belonging, and purpose are things that all people are thinking about, no matter what their age. You and I right now are thinking about this as adults. So this can be useful for anyone that we're leading, especially teenagers. Well, thanks for listening today. This podcast, as always, is produced by the affable Joel Limbowen, founder and owner of On a Limb Productions. You can check out his great work at onalimproductions.com and check out the show notes for more information about his work with podcast and video production. Leaders, be faithful, available, teachable, and hungry. Keep leaning in and learning. And remember to lean in and learn from the next generation. Being intentional about the next generation is crucial to effective leadership. And understanding the identity, belonging, purpose framework can help us care for, invest in, and empower the next generation of leaders. Have a great day. 